Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from Angelica, who writes to us all the way from Boralus. And she writes, Dear Half Hill Report, I travel with my parents across Azeroth. My dad says we are conscientious objectors. I don't really know what that means, but I do know we do jobs for both sides to make money. I have a question for you. When we got to Boralus, our family's hippogriff, Buckbeak, couldn't fly. Last week, we were running down a hill trying to escape some Naga who were trying to steal from us, and there was a cliff in front of us. I closed my eyes and started to cry when all of a sudden Buckbeak soared into the sky. We talked with other adventurers, and they said that their companions can fly now too. How did this happen? Sincerely, Angelica. Well, Angelica, first let me say that I'm glad that you and your family are okay. And what happened that day sounds very magical. It reminds me of something that my uncle, Adams Mafuni, who tried a number of times to become a member of the Order of the Cloud Serpent, said to me once. Nephew, he said, there's an art to flying. The knack is learning how to throw yourself at the ground and miss. Thanks for writing. And now... On with the news. Champions traveling through Half-Hill are bringing reports of the assault against the seat of Naga Queen Ashara's power in Nazjatar. I had the opportunity to talk to one champion who's a student of the history of Queen Ashara, and she told me she was confident in the united efforts of the Horde and the Alliance to defeat the Naga Queen. She was particularly moved when her band of Horde champions defeated Abyssal Commander Savara, who had been a student of First Arcanist Thalysra prior to the Sundering, and she felt if the Horde could unite with the Alliance to defeat someone who had once been one of their own, there was hope for us all. In business news, mechanical forms of transportation are sweeping across Azeroth like a tidal wave. Once the almost exclusive form of transport of gnomes and goblins Mechanical spiders and mechanocats are now within the reach of the average adventurer who is willing to travel to Mechagon and assist the Rustbolt Rebellion in their resistance movement against King Mechagon. Many residents of Half Hill are complaining about some of the larger vehicles, saying that the roads in and around Half Hill weren't designed to handle these types of transport and that the noise and exhaust are frightening livestock and children. My faculty advisor, Professor Talib, who focuses on technology and agriculture, has traveled to Mechagon to observe and report on the emerging technologies from this newly discovered island, and will be sending us a report on her findings. Well, you certainly won't need emerging technologies when you shop with the fine vendors at Half Hill Market. Whether you need tried and true farming supplies or traditional Pandaren recipes, you'll find them at Half Hill Market. Open every day, all year round. A world of shopping, right here in our own backyard. 
It's time now for the Rizhak Report, a semi-regular war report from our goblin in the field, brought to you by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company. You might recall that Rizhak is in Mechagon, working on his latest get-rich-quick scheme. Let's find out how that's going. Hey there, college. It's your favorite war correspondent, Rizhak, reporting from Mechagon. And boy, do I have good news for you. You remember I'm trying to get this business providing mechanical parts to all citizens of Azeroth, not just gnomes and goblins. I still ain't had no luck in getting my ogres here. So much paperwork involved, you wouldn't believe. No boat owners showed up in response to my pleas last time, so I gotta do this the hard way. (sighs) Because of that, I decided to leave the supply side alone for a while and tackle the demand part. And I'm starting with those undead guys. You know, I think they call themselves the Forgotten or something like that. They clearly have the biggest need and will be a big part of the market. You know what I discovered? They got a lot of trouble keeping their body parts intact. And if they lose something, they gotta find it from another body and then get themselves stitched up by someone. Can you imagine how happy they'll be to have mechanical parts that don't break on them? Well, some of them might break, because, you know, these devices are being made by gnomes, and you know what their workmanship is like. But anyway, if they get good parts the first time, they're going to be loyal customers from then on. What I got to do is get the supply line set up. It's a little hard to get in touch with the leaders of the Forgotten, since that, uh, what do you call, unfortunate episode in Lordaeron recently. But I'm making progress. I tried to go straight to the top. But that Nathanos character wouldn't give me the time of day, so I couldn't get to the war chief. But there's always ways around that. I think I got an appointment set up with Master Apothecary Lighten next week. And I'm in correspondence with Galen Trollbane out there in the Arathi Highlands. Couple of others on my radar, including Dark Ranger Alina, also in Arathi. I won't go into the whole business about forgotten soldiers, But you can imagine how excited I am about that market. I'll be letting you know how those meetings go next time, college. (sighs) Right now I gotta go check my mailbox to see if I got any replies from my inquiries. Or more paperwork to fill out from those bureaucrats in Sandalar. (sighs) So long for now. Wow. I... I don't even what I can't even think of what to say I guess good luck the Rizak report is sponsored by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company a Grummel owned and operated Kaffa trading company Keen Bean Kaffa good beans good Kaffa checking the Azeroth calendar the Dark Moon Fairs tents go up again tomorrow for its monthly celebration of all that's weird and wonderful in Azeroth. And in just under two weeks, free t-shirt day will be here, so make sure to keep an eye out for the vendors selling free shirts in this one-day worldwide event. And finally, it's not too soon to start going through your wardrobes in preparation for Professor Talib's favorite event, the Trial of Style, coming at the end of this month. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. Before we get into the review this week, Velmic, I'm sure our listeners want to know, 
How Daolin is doing? Hey there, Tosh. Daolin gets a little better each day. She can move her legs now and healers hope that soon she can try to stand up. In meantime, little Alice is being very grown up and helping around house and farm. And of course, cousin Demesis is there for to help too. I'm so glad to hear that, my friend. Her injury must have been very serious. I've never heard of healers not being able to heal someone right away. Well, it happens now and then. It's just something that peoples don't talk about much. But I think it's important that everyone know that sometimes it take long time for war veterans to recover, and we all need to give them the help that they need. Wise words, my friend, wise words indeed, but on to happier subjects. Last week you said you were going to visit Mesomir in Nashjatar. How was it? Wet. Very, very wet. And everything smelled like fish. Ugh, that, that sounds awful. Boy, you're telling me. Daolin wouldn't even let me back in house when I get back till I take off all my clothes, take bath, and then wash all my clothes. Alice and Demesis thought it was very funny. <laughs> I'll bet. But other than the damp and the smell, how was it? So, like most of things I see there, in is makeshift affair in old highborn elven building. The Ancoans, who remind me a lot of Jogo back home, have made place there. And innkeeper Enizo does what they can for visitors and heroes fighting Naga in Nazjatar. You know, that's interesting. Eamon mentioned that the Ancoans looked a lot like the Jinyu too. Oh, what's the matter with me? Eamon, I forgot to mention Eamon. I was able to make visit with Eamon while I was there. Oh, did you? That's great. How, how's he doing? Ah, oh, you know, Eamon, if he has battles to fight and some place to get good food and drink, he is happy dwarf. He had many stories to tell me of battles against Naga, especially about raid on Eternal Palace. Oh, what a coincidence. We reported about that in the news today. What did he have to say about it? Oh, he said that Palace itself was obviously once glorious place and was sad about what had become of it since Sundering. But he also said that he lost his taste for seafood since raid and especially eel for some reason. I didn't want to ask. Well, speaking of food and drink, of course, right, back to review. Anyway, as I say, innkeeper does best they can to make place hospitable. There are skins on ground for resting that look like maybe they were skins of some kind of local creature. And from looks of them, maybe whoever hunted them weren't too concerned about damaging hide. There is small private area upstairs, but no tables or chairs, and of course, no cozy fire. Food selection is limited to various kinds of seafood, but the missus was very excited about saltwater taffy and bought some for her and for to bring home to Taolin and little Alice. But despite lack of comfort, Alliance has made in part of their headquarters under command of Grand Marshal Tremblade. This is also where quartermasters are, and I had nice conversation with Crafticus Mindbender about supply challenges when you are bottom of giant hole in sea. Oh, that's right. You were a, you were a quartermaster on the Vindicar, weren't you? No, no, just humble supply sergeant that worked for quartermaster. Anyway, it was nice to visit someone else with supply chain experience. He asked if I was interested in joining up 
and the missus thought this was very funny for some reason. I asked her, what's so funny, cousin? And then she tell me she thinks I have become family man in Hefel, and that being food and lodging critic has made me too soft to go back to soldiering. And you know what? I think maybe she's right. So besides that, what did Demesis think of the place? You know, we talk a lot while we were there, and she tell me seeing things there in Najjatar make her think for first time about joining in fight to defeat Naga, since she would not be choosing sides between Horde and Alliance. Really? Yes. She tell me that she sees threat to Azeroth from Ashara, and that it is good that both sides are fighting together, and that maybe after Ashara is defeated, that factions will finally come together and work to heal Azeroth. <sighs> well, sadly, if history tells us anything, I'm sorry to say there doesn't seem to be much chance of that. But we can always hope. I know, right? Well, anyway, Demesis didn't make decision while we were there, but I could tell she was thinking a lot about it. So, what about the rest of Mesomere? Rest of place is also beautiful old highborn buildings like Inn, and is very active place with all of Heroes and their Ancoan partners using place as main base of operations. Main building serves as command headquarters for Alliance forces there, and Lord Admiral Proudmoore, General Chandris Feathermoon, and King Greymane were all there. Normally we would not have gotten to go into such important place, but Eamon was friends with Dwarven Brewvender Micah Brewbelly. So, we got to go in. Wow, that's amazing. Did, did you get to talk to any of the leaders? No, no, they were all in conference. But we did get nice drinks from Micah. The Mises especially liked the Snowberry Berliner. And Eamon and I shared a bottle of old Ironforge. Anyway, rest of Mesomir is clearly military base with most of service that would be needed by adventurers. Wait, Eamon shared a bottle with you? Well, it was a very big bottle. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. So, what's the final word on Mesomir and the inn there? So, I think I give in three crystals. They are doing best they can in difficult situation and in war zone. And even though it is only Alliance Inn in Mesomir, they seem to try anyway. Well, there you have it, folks. Next time you're in Najjatar, the inn at Mesomir may be your only choice, but it isn't a bad one. So, where to next time, my friend? So, I've been hearing lots of talk about Mechagon, so I think I should go there and see what's all about. We'll certainly look forward to hearing about that. Till next time, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatash. See you next time. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half-Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time you're in the valley, stop by, won't you, and enjoy traditional Pandaren hospitality in the finest inn in the valley. And when you do, remember to ask Denden for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew, brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarens at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. The half Hill Report will be on hiatus next week, so instead we'll be airing another episode of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile. Be sure to listen as Brother Cadfile, a retired gnome monk at the Tian Monastery, 
tells another story of one of his adventures with Gadget, a gnomish engineer who has a knack for solving mysteries. See you next time, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.